Welcome back, party people. You are listening to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at The Whatnots. It is Saturday, January 30th, 2021, and coming up on today's show, Activision is resisting diversity hiring practices, and oh boy, that is not a good look. Uh, PS5 exclusive Returnal, which is the new g- game from developer Housemark, has been delayed by about a month. And of course, dominating the news cycle this week was the whole GameStop stock fiasco. So we will be getting to all of that and more in just a sec. Uh, but right now, my name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Ignacio Rojas. Hey, hey, hey. And Alan Busby. Hello, hello, friends and family. Indeed. And foes. How's and it been foes, going? Yeah. Ignacio, you've been building yep. a PC. How's 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 that been? Yeah, well, we talked about it last week that I was building out my PC, and actually, I just I finished it right after we finished recording the podcast last week because I only needed to connect a couple of wires to the power supply unit. And okay, it, guys, it has been going great. It really is not in day comparing it to my old laptop. Yeah, it truly it's a huge is. difference. It's a huge difference. It's so yeah. exciting, dude. How was yeah, how I mean, was core? How was cord management? That stuff sucks. I it I, I found it the whole process to be relatively easy because everything is made out to be very simple to do. Like yeah. you just plug this thing right here, put in this cable right here. It's all labeled out. Just look at the either the instructions or a YouTube video. It's pretty simple, to be honest. Yeah. And even even the cables for the power supply unit already come out divided for, oh, you need this for the CPU, you need this for the motherboard, the GPU. It's all super simple. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, so it, I, it has been going great. The power supply that I bought for my PC, or the one that I was going to buy, they ended up not having, because I bought mine this summer, like in the midst of the pandemic stuff. Uh, so I ended up buying another one, and it was one that was like, like I, I you guys know me, I, I like all the like fancy lighting and stuff like that, but oh, I didn't RGB need a power stuff. supply to have the RGB stuff, but this one had it, and it was like cheaper, and it seemed like it did all of the same stuff, and so I go to put it in. And oddly enough, it it like it fits in my case, but it fits upside down. Hmm. So you can't mm-hmm. even see any of the RGB stuff. <laughs> <laughs> see, like it, it just it just doesn't work w- with that. Um, so, I, yeah, it was just like, well, OK, I guess it works. But <laughs> see, I'm, I'm the opposite, like building my works. PC at the end of the year. I don't I don't like the the rbg like i don't like any of that stuff like right now like in my current yeah. pc like my my fan and stuff like it ha- it's not like a lot of color but it has some color and it kind of like shifts throughout the day and i like and i because i can see it for where my pc is set up and i just don't care about it like i see it and i'm like why are you like this yeah, yeah. me too <laughs> i mean the the thing that i realized is that Every company is putting up lights into everything oh, <laughs> into yeah. the ram the motherboard you, when you go up looking for cases, 
There are Colors. two parts of the spectrum. You either get the most boring ones or the super fancy ones with RGB. And the price difference is so, like astronomical. Yeah. And it's so like, do you want to shop in the bargain bin or do you want to go to like the Apple store equivalent of exactly, cases? Yeah. Yeah. And so I didn't want to have any lights on my PC because I don't care. And also I don't want it to be lighting up my room when it, everything is dark. Yeah. And so I decided to not go with anything that I had RGB. But then once I put everything into the case, I build it up. I turn it on. I lights. didn't know that my motherboard had lights. Yeah. Like RGB uh. lights that were yep. would stay on even when my PC was off. Yeah. And so the <laughs> yep. the first thing that I did was to go to the to the motherboards. I don't know what it's called, the BIOS or whatever and turn yeah. it off. Yeah, the turn BIOS. Off. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. That's good. It's good to have a new computer. That like yep. new computer feeling is just like, ah, oh, this is great. I like how uh -huh. Ignacio and I are like are on the opposite. Like Kyle's like, I want all the pretty lights, and Ignacio are like, can it just be one color and just not light up at all? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, this is too funny. Alan, what's been going yeah. on with you this week? Uh, nothing too much. Uh, working, but I have been still playing my games. So I don't know if you want to move into the what we've been playing because that's where some of my like stuff has kind of come from. We'll get to that in a sec here. Okay, well, the one thing I want to mention is on the Whatnots Discord on a little community, we had a really amazing just casual Whatnots night on Thursday, and it was amazing. We found yeah. out, I can't lie, we found out Gino yep. is a phenomenal liar and killed me out of nowhere and scared me, and it was a ton of fun, and doing stuff like that would be super awesome to keep up. Hell yeah. Yep. Yeah, that as was good. As, as long was... as I'm a crewmate, because... I'm, I'm a good crewmate. <laughs> I do my time. I was supposed to be there with you guys, but work got really busy for me, so I missed it. But I got to see you guys like all in there on the voice chat thing. And I was just like, oh, yes, this is great. Look at them having fun playing among us and killing each other. It's great. <laughs> I want to I want to mention Ignacio is very good at metagaming. He's very good at counting down to know yep. when to call an emergency meeting so the killer cannot kill anybody. Which, mm. which, who, depending, who, depending on who you mad. ask, either likes the strats or hates the strats. Yeah. <laughs> Gina got so mad, and if we had done it one more time, we would have won. Well, M Melissa, yeah. Melissa, a great, great, great person, very, very insightful, not very good at getting her tasks done. That oh, no. was the other thing that got us killed. <laughs> Oh Good yeah, stuff. so it, Good stuff. yeah, I'm it was glad you it, guys it was great. Did that? Great. Yeah, you guys did good. that indeed. Uh, if you guys, because I I know we're hoping to do that more often down the road, or just kind of whenever. Uh, if you guys want to join us, you guys can find us on Discord, uh, or just go to the slash discord uh, and that will take you right to the invite uh, into our channel that's uh, open for everyone. Uh, however, if you are also a Patreon supporter, uh, you do get access to some uh, like patron-only channels and stuff. So there you go. Maybe, maybe we'll set one of those up for next month or so. Um, and, and if yeah. you join the Discord, you'll learn that Gino is really bad at checking the Discord. So yeah, <laughs> incredibly yeah. bad. Really bad. <laughs> 
yeah, he's he's not here this week. He's off doing God knows what. I'm sure he's like blowing up a building or something. Who who knows? Um, sure, but, let's uh, put that out there. <laughs> yeah, just but G- Gino is uh like man- man- manipulating the stock market right now. He's he's out no. there. Uh, in- <laughs> no, Gino, Gino is murdering people for sure in Hitman Three. Hey, hey. Uh, well, let's see. This week, my week, uh, I got unexpectedly busy this week, and that sucked. Um, which is why I was not at the game night thing. But yeah. Work like the the semester just started at 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 school, so work picked up where I was at, and that was not fun. So I didn't really get to do a whole lot of of stuff. Um, so that kind of leads into what we've been playing because I haven't been playing anything. I've been playing nothing. I was too busy. Life is too hard. What was me? And my gamer card has been revoked. So does this mean you should change your name on Twitter for the week to just like because you're still at Kyle Springer? Should we just should you just change your screen name to just no fake gamer? Uh, yo, maybe. maybe just change your name I to should. fake gamer for the week. Yeah, <laughs> fake gamer Springer. Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Indeed. But. Yeah. So I I unfortunately did not get to play anything uh, this week, but I want to know what you guys have been playing. Ignacio, do you want to go first? Yeah, I, I I can take it up first. Okay. I I still have Hitman to finish. I didn't play it this week much because one, I'm not I'm currently not with a setup where I can access a 4K TV and I got to a point where I felt kind of like uh, like I I should wait until I get the 4K TV back gotcha. because I know I know the upcoming level is going to make heavy use of lights and colors and all that stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure I'll go back to it be, uh, before that, but I don't know. I, I didn't play Hitman 3 much. What I did play was Resident Evil 7. Nice. I actually finished it two nights ago, and actually I finished the Not a Hero DLC last night. Is that the one where you... Wait, which one? Which one's that one again? You play as Chris Redfield. Okay, yeah, that, right okay. after the events of of Seven. Okay, all right. I I didn't play the Naughty Heroes DLC, so I'm curious your thoughts on that. Uh, well, we can start with the normal Heroes yeah, DLC, yeah. Naughty Hero DLC. It is a fun hour. It's just an hour long. It's not that that much. It it doesn't do that much other than what it was done with seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's kind of say about it. It's you are you are confined to a smaller area, and because yeah. of that, you're much more than before going back and forth between areas, trying to find kind of like a Metroidvania. You cannot progress to this one part unless you have this one respirator that won't break or you have the night vision goggles. Mm. Um, again, for an hour, it was fine. It was entertaining. It was also entertaining to see because the thing with Resident Evil 7 is that it doesn't really tie up much into the larger Resident Evil story. Yeah. In fact, I think that the game would have been so much better if we hadn't known that it was a Resident Evil game. 
Yeah, seven because, is definitely very isolated from everything before it. Yeah, because you don't get the connection to Resident Evil until the last few moments of the game, where you see Umbrella, the Umbrella Corporation, getting in, and Chris Redfield helping you out. Yeah, to that's finish up the yeah the thing, and then if if you didn't know about the connection, be, uh, because of that. All the papers that you start reading towards the end of the game would make so much more sense. Yeah. Because it starts talking about bioweapons and this other company is creating a, a living bioweapon. And so you would be like, oh, it's not just Umbrella doing this. There's a whole world of other bad companies doing stuff like this. Yeah. And I think it would have been so much better to not have named it Resident Evil. Name it something else, and then by by the end of it, reveal that it is in the Resident Evil universe. Yeah, like kind of just having the game be like, oh, it's bio, like it's Biohazard, and then when you finish the game, not even that game... because Bio Biohazard is the, is the name of Resident Evil in Japan. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. Um, see, I maybe I'm kind of different. I I like that Resident Evil Seven is still Resident Evil Seven, and I kind of like that it's isolated because it kind of gives you a chance to explore different facets of the story instead of being like, oh, Resident Evil, oh, it has to follow Leon or Claire or Chris. I kind of like that you're Ethan. And with the Resident Evil 8, I still like that you're Ethan. Like, I kind of like that it's still Resident Evil, but it's new. It's kind of different from what's... Then it's not connected to it specifically seems like they're, anything. They're before. like trying to fill out like a new section of their world of just yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, you guys know all the stuff with umbrella and that stuff, but over here, it it'll tie in every now and then. But there's stuff happening over here too. Well, yeah, like I I, I like that, that about it, seven a lot. It actually takes place several years after the incident of Raccoon City. Yeah, it's like in 2018, some of that. That's 2017, whereas. The Raccoon City stuff happened in late 90s, early 2000s. And so, for sure, it is it is still a Resident Evil game at its core. It really, after playing one, two remake and three remake, you can see a lot of things that were taken from those games and implemented into this one. Oh, yeah. As mm-hmm. homages or, or just kind of like... Uh, throwbacks to that but i think that it would have been so much cooler because the game is in several ways too similar to the other games but in in other ways different to the other games i think it would have been so cool kind of like with pt how at the end when it was revealed that it was silent hills i think that you could have had that same type of reveal with this game yeah, but you still gotta and have then, Resident Evil be the title because that's the brain recognition that makes people like want to buy yeah. it, though. Like, yeah, but you then kind of what they did with the reveal trailer, though, right? If, if I'm not mistaken, like they were uh, showing off this like first yeah, person yeah, yeah. horror thing, and yeah. no one really knew yeah. what it was, and then then it was like, oh shit, Resident Evil. Well, it did the yeah. same thing. With, so it did the same thing with Village, where Village popped up, and then it lit up with the eight, and then Resident Evil. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the not a hero part kind of like catches you up as to what has Chris been doing. He's now a part of Umbrella, but Umbrella was reorganized into instead of being a pharmaceutical company, it's now a PMC, a private military something. And so corporation or something, I don't know. Yeah. And so his job is 
or their mentality is that we want to clear we want to clear up what was fucked up by by umbrella umbrella did so much wrong we want to clean it up yeah basically we want to do good to, good by people however and all so that's gonna do, work out yeah umbrella. and so you catch up with chris you see how he's taking it up being a part of umbrella and having to be like kind of body buddies with corporates at the company that he knows screwed up so much yeah so it, it again it is a fun one hour experience all right but overall you like like did resident Evil 7 like did, yeah. did that that one got you more excited like more excited to play eight when it comes out later this year i was already gonna play eight i knew i played like i said i played resident evil one two remake and three remake yeah i was already hooked in with the resident evil games yeah. I knew that seven was gonna be up there yeah. with the other games. We're, we're Have you like tried out like the demo yet? Yeah. No, I was gonna wait until I finished uh, everything with seven. I still okay. have one more piece of DLC left with seven. Okay. And so after that, I'll try out the demo. Nice. Cool. I think you'll Fair like enough. it. The demo, the demo is really short, so it won't take you long. Mm-hmm. But nice. I'm glad you like Resident Evil Seven. Resident, I, I really like Resident Evil Seven. Especially coming yeah. off playing the games and like playing six and how bad six was. Seven was such a breath breath of fresh air. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna touch four, five, and six anytime oh. soon un- unless oh. they remake them. Oh, Resident Evil Four is still a classic. I don't know. I played a bit of five no, I, the beginning I know. and I hated hated the controls. I know. It's it's different. I hated the controls. But and so I, I'm not gonna go back to four knowing that I won't like the controls. Well, besides Resident Evil, though, Ignacio, what else did you play? You played one other game that I've never heard of. I played a game called Cyber Shadow that came out this week. Ooh. Which I had, until last week, I had no idea of it, to be honest. So what yeah, Cyber Shadow is, is Cyber Shadow is, think of Ninja Gaiden for the NES, but made now kind of like in a futuristic, Post, not post-apocalyptic, but like robot uprising. Think of Mega Man, but a darker story. But you are a ninja. And so it is basically a similar gameplay side to Ninja Gaiden, which is pure action. You are a ninja. You slash your enemies. You There's some light platforming. You go through levels. You go up to the boss. You fight the boss and... Keep progressing, you get some new ab- abilities throughout the way. But overall, the main hook of it would be the gameplay of it. Yeah, I'm looking, it is, I'm looking at it a trailer for it. Game. Yeah, it, it's, it's very gameplay-oriented. Yeah, it's super gameplay-oriented to the point that it is that kind of game where you'll die a lot, but you know that you fucked up somewhere. Yeah. You have to change up your strategy. Yeah, it... it... It pretty it it pretty much looks aesthetically and mechanically just like old Castlevania, the Curse of the Moon games, um, Shovel Knight. It looks mm-hmm. literally a carbon copy of those with its own spin on it. Yeah, like a cyberpunk spin. It's made by Yacht Club Games. It's published by Yacht Club. Yeah, yeah. This, look, this looks good it. though. This looks fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun, and actually, it is. Free right now with Game Pass. 
So oh, if you okay. want to check it out, you can use Game Pass for it. I'm playing on, on the, my Switch because that's what I feel is the best way to play it. Yeah. But if you want to try it out, you can play it on Game Pass. It yeah, is a lot of fun. Other than that, yeah, the game's only it's only twenty bucks too. So without Game Pass, it's it's only it's only twenty bucks, which is still yep. pretty cheap considering it'll be a very gameplay game that you can learn and get good at. Yep. Yeah. Nice. See, I like and that. looks That looks good. It is good. That's all I had to say about it. it there's not much <laughs> more to say. Not to not much else. No. Fair well, enough. Kyle. Kyle played nothing because he's he's now an official fake gamer now. Fake gamer. Hey. But well, you, Alan. I I actually want to start this out by actually admitting that Ignacio was right. I want to st- no, I want to try to start that wait. hashtag on Twitter. Mm. Yeah, let me read to you the tweet that you yeah. sent out. Oh no, read day. it. Read it. Yeah. At Ignacio Rojas B. Yakuza Zero Chapter Four was amazing holy cow the story got intense and i can't wait to play more yep exclamation mark hashtag ignacio was right hashtag ignacio was right yeah so i going back to streaming yakuza (laughs) zero on friday or even on wednesday too but mainly on friday friday i i finished i didn't even i didn't even boot up chapter five yet i just did i I finished chapter four saved my game and i stopped because i was like i don't even want to i want to see cutscenes to save and stop i'm just gonna stop here Chapter four of Yakuza Zero was taking so many turns that I was I did not expect the running around beating up people and Majima story in Yakuza Zero. I did not expect all of that stuff to all of a sudden happen so rapidly at the end of the game, especially in that same section of Chapter Four of Yakuza Zero. If you've played it, and Ignacio, you know what I'm talking about. You get what yeah. I would what I would call the meme style. You get breaker style where you get to break dance fight. Yeah. And I was like, this is such a stupid meme style. I'm not going to use this. Turns out that style, hella good. Hella good. Yeah, well, the thing with these styles is that they are for different fighting yeah. instances. For example, the, the one that you said is more for crowd control. Yep. Whereas this lagger one is also half crowd control, half you want something strong. And then the middle one is just for You're all one around. on one, yeah, and all around. Well, yeah. well, his well, okay, but like regarding the styles, though, like yeah, like chapter four ends with kind of like a lot of group fighting where there's a lot of enemies you have to kind of yep. fight or fight against and around. And the breaker style, I'm so glad I dumped like the four million yen into upgrading <laughs> the damage of that style because that style nice. saved my life. And dude, like. At, at the end of my stream on Friday, when it was just me chatting in general, I, I legit, like, sat there on stream for maybe, like, 15 minutes trying to just theor like, and, and without even giving anything away, I tried to theorize somehow, some way, how is Majima and Kiryu going to collide? How is this going to work? What's going to happen to Majima? Like, what, what is literally going to happen? And I cannot wait for Monday to play to play more on stream because I'm so excited to see what happens next. There you go. Like, yeah. I'm, so, invest- you I'm so invested in this story, in specifically Majima. Like I literally want to know what happens next. Where can they find you on stream? Yeah, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Azure PKK. That's A-Z-U-R-E and then capital P-K-K. Uh, good reference to yep. the dot hack games of the PlayStation 2. 
and I stream there every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 6.30, where we're going to be getting hyped and probably beating up more fools in Yakuza 0 and seeing what is literally going to happen. So, Ignacio, yeah, nice. you were right. I am... I, yeah. was, I was, I was kind of like, oh, Yakuza 0 is kind of like whatever, it's fun. And it was kind of like, oh, it's just kind of a whatever game I'll play. But like, now I'm like, I'm so glad you were like, hey, start with 0, it's good. Yeah. Dude, that's the thing with Yakuza games where there is always, you know, these games, so many moments where you go, oh man, let's go. Let's go. Here yeah. we go. And that's, chapter 4 has one of those moments right towards the end. Oh yeah, it's a um, it is Matt, a it's a let's go yeah. kind of moment. Yeah, and also I I'm glad you think that of chapter four because chapter four has the I would say the only low point of the game, which is towards the middle of the chapter where you're Majima and you have to go to the other club and and try to get the other girl to join your club and all that stuff. Yeah. That's I would say the only low point of the game. Where I, I talked about it at one of the podcasts where that was the one slow moment that I felt in the game. Yeah, that because you're, you're talking about like the whole phone call thing where you're kind of running to place to place with the with the girl, right? Oh, and that one too. Yeah. OK, yeah. Well, yeah. So both two. those moments are not really that great. But I want to bring up the point where you're on the phone with the one girl trying to kind of get information out of her that then leads to the big moment at the end of the whole chapter. That moment, while not exciting, I thought was great because literally that part is kind of like a law of like, okay, haha, whatever, we're doing this, we're hanging out with her, we're trying to get information out of her, and it's not quite working. And it's a really great calm before the storm because yeah. for how kind of that section lulls you into the this this could be boring moment of the game, it blindsides you with literally like... Things have like the game goes from like a three to like a ten, and it just keep it just keeps going and going, and you like you literally don't know what's gonna happen, and it doesn't let up, and you're like, oh my god, what? I need to keep going. So it, yeah, yeah. I like that part because it's a great lull before the game just slaps. What's yeah, and really luckily, funny is my only frame of reference for this is I've played through Yakuza Kiwami. Yeah. yeah, and there's a s similar sequence in in that where you're like you're befriending this girl who works at a club. Yeah, and it's it, yeah. At first, it's kind of strange. It's like, what are we doing here? Like, why are we doing? Like, why is this even in the game? And then it was just like, you know what? This is kind of ridiculous and stupid, and I like it. But then by the end of the game, it got even more ridiculous where there was a scene where Majima is dressed up as her <laughs> and you're like <laughs> getting to talk with 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 yeah. him. And then by the end of the game, if you complete that story line, uh, she's like, wow, like you've been such a great friend to me. Uh, and then she gives you this gift and it's literally like a two minute long live action video of some actress that the game starts playing of her in in underwear, just like rolling what? around in the bed. It's just like yeah. this like two minute it's long so core porn. And it's just like, what yeah. is this? This is that's, ridiculous. That's what I love. That's what I love See, about Yakuza in general, where you can have story moments like the one at the end of chapter four. 
Yeah. But you can also have ridiculous stuff like that. Well, <laughs> I mean, out. like, so dumb. I mean, like, Wait. even even before things get intense, you literally, the lull part where you're hanging out with the girl is so mundane and mundane and boring. Yeah. And that's where you get the, the breakdancing style. So it just seems so, like, it. that whole section yeah. seems so pointless. Yeah. Because you literally hang out with her, and it's like, oh, let's go disco. And then you see these dudes turf dance battling over a bridge. And Majima watches them, and he's like, I think I could incorporate some of those. And it just yeah. seems so stupid. And then it just flip, it flips the coin on you. Yeah. Whenever That's they wonderful. get the new style, it, it's always so funny. Oh, but yeah. Kyle, Kyle, uh, actually, I, I don't want you to mention anything about Majima on, that you know. Ooh. Sure. So... It's, it's been I don't, long enough where I, I, I would need to yeah. go back and like, like what happened in that game? So uh, yeah. I don't I don't know how the rest of Yakuza 0 will go. And that's fine. I'm excited to find out. All I can say right now with my impressions is for what I have played of Yakuza 0, I don't really give a crap about Kiryu. I think Majima is what? like 10,000% more interesting right now than Kiryu was in chapters 1 and 2. Like, it probably huh. changes, and I get that, but, like, right now, Majima is infinitely more entertaining and interesting to me than Kiryu was. Kiryu is big yeah. himbo energy. He just is uh, this, like, big, uh, dumb guy. But then what, 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 what happens in, I guess, Yakuza Kiwami is he does the whole, mm -hmm. like, lone wolf and cub thing. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'll mention with that. And that is That's one of my favorite tropes. Of like yeah. in books or movies and stuff like that, I'm just like, ah, that's Man. great, dad. Who that's probably with, shouldn't be a dad, dad, but is still a dad. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing with Kiryu. He as a character isn't always that interesting, but the interesting thing about him is always the characters around him and yeah. his relationships to them, how he affects their relationship or how it changes and all that stuff. Yeah. His story, I, I, I would say it's still interesting in, in Zero, but maybe, maybe it will take a couple of chapters until you feel that with Kiwi. Until I get, yeah, I, I figure my, yeah. I'll come around to Kiwi at some point. Um, Sidetracking from Yakuza, the only thing I want to mention about Dragon Quest XI is my only other game that I played. Um, since I wasn't here last week, I did finish and I platinum Dragon Quest XI, and that's its own nice. whole thing and everything else. I had to beat the super boss of the entire game. And the one thing I want to mention is I'm going to do a small video series. I'm, I'm going to work this weekend and throughout the week on a video project on YouTube where I was going through it because I also played Scott Pilgrim, but I didn't think that needed to be mentioned because it was kind of small and whatever. And mm -hmm. I noticed something PlayStation trophy rarity, like gold, silvers and bronzes and like the rarity of the trophies are, they don't make any sense. They don't make, they, they make, literally zero cents interesting and like i i was going through a lot of my trophies and i'm gonna do i want to do like a video series on it of how trophy rarity and like what you need to do to get certain trophies that like i guess the example i'll give is like there's a one trophy in drive quest 11 where you have to get appearance altering equipment and literally to get one piece of equipment you have to do literally almost every single thing in the entire game and you have to beat not the final boss the super boss of the whole game for this one piece of equipment and that trophy is a silver but in scott pilgrim just beating the game any difficulty just beating the game with scott one time is a gold and you're like what 
This is yeah. wildly different conditions. One is way harder and takes like a hundred plus hours. The other one takes maybe like four hours. And one's a silver Here. and one's a gold. And like I was I was going through a lot of my trophies and I I realized and I was like, man, these rarities don't make any sense. So I'm gonna try to make a small video series on it. And hopefully you can check that out at my YouTube channel at Land Donut because I will have it there and I want to complain about how much I love trophies and how much they don't make sense. And that's all I wanted to throw about Dragon Quest XI because shit, shit don't make no sense, yo. I shit make no sense. I, I don't pay enough attention to trophies to really notice that stuff all that much. But <laughs> well, I yeah, never noticed the, it till recently. It's like, what? yeah, they got some issues every now and then. So that, there, there's some of some of these rarities don't make any sense. Crash Bandicoot yeah. get all insanely perfect relics. Silver. Fucking what? Go. All right. Uh well, let's get on into housekeeping. Did you guys hear it that time? Kyle, no. I hear it every time. Yeah, well, you, I guess <sighs> no you weren't here last week. <laughs> yeah. So I, I did finally figure it out again uh about how to let you guys hear all of the jingles and stuff like that nice. so that's housekeeping item number one mm -hmm. uh but after that if you guys did not know we have multiple podcasts here at the whatnots uh you guys can find out more information on our websites which is the whatnots.com as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice just type in the whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there this past week, Gino joined us on the review show, and we got to talk about The Queen's Gambit, a uh, that Netflix drama series all about chess. Uh, that was a lot of fun, uh, and it was a good show, and I'm glad he made us watch that. So, Alan, you're next. We'll have to get I'm you next. on that, that, that show soon, because you've also already joined us on... The captain's, the captain's log. log, yeah, and Ignacio, you know, we'll have to get you back on. on you know, like I said, too. you already know. You already know I'm going to throw you an anime. You get ready. Oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready indeed. Uh, if you guys like what we do, patreoncom whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. We have a $3 tier where you guys can get all kinds of exclusive content. Uh, we have finally recorded our next patreon exclusive uh sh show i will be working on that tonight and tomorrow uh so be on the lookout for that by time this goes public it should already be up on our website if you are a three dollar patron or above uh and that is our 2021 video game fantasy draft we did that that was a lot of fun uh i, f I forget the name of the website that it it was, but there was a um, lot of games media people out there all using the same one. Um, but yeah, we will be checking back in with that throughout the year. Uh, so again, uh, if you want to check that stuff out, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can get that. Big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam, so much for helping us out and uh, supporting us on Patreon. We love you a lot for that. Thank you. And last but not least, we have finally made it to affiliate status on Twitch. 
uh, which means that you guys can now support us on Twitch if you would like. You guys can go to twitch.tv slash the whatnots and you guys can subscribe. Uh, Tier one subscription, I think, is like $4.99 a month. However, uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you also have a free Twitch Prime subscription that you can give out as long as your accounts are linked, uh, which is pretty simple to do so. But once you have that all set up, you guys can support us for free on that, and we get some money off of that stuff. So there you go. Exciting things. Uh, Also be on the lookout for Wednesday, Whatnots Wednesdays. Uh, each Wednesday night, we are streaming on our Whatnots Twitch channel. Uh, I'm not sure who will be up there this week, but uh, I, I think it'll be a lot of fun. We're hoping to get that uh, looking a little bit better in the c- coming weeks here, but it's it's been fun. Gino and I played through Donut County this past week. So there you go. The Whatnots, about- the whatnots stealing my Wednesday okay. night. When I pitched the idea, don't forget. You pitched what idea? The what? Like when you were like, we should do the whatnots when like streams. Like, when should we do that? And I was like, hey, like I could do it Wednesdays. That's my stream day. And we were like, yeah, Wednesdays. And then took the Wednesday slot. Yeah, that's because I was like, whatnots Wednesdays. That's what I want to do. That's my (laughs) vision every Wednesday night. And we did it. (laughs) (sighs) Oh. I, yeah, it, it, it's good. It's fun. Uh, we will be kind of rotating who's hosting that and stuff like that. So one of us will be hosting it um, at, at least sometimes two of us. But be on the lookout for all of that. Exciting stuff. But that about wraps us up for housekeeping. So let's get on to the news of the week. Oh, Alan. Yeah. You are so handling our, most of the news for us this week. Take it away, my friend. Yeah. So our first news story of the week is Activision is resisting diversity hiring push by America's unions. This was by Laura. I'm bad at names. Laura Kawari. Kaori? Kaori uh, Gurley and Patrick Klepek. Mm-hmm. So earlier this month, the AFL-CIO the country's largest labor federation submitted shareholder proposals asking Activision Blizzard and Electronic Arts, you know, good old EA, to adopt policies mandating the inclusion of qualified women and people of color in the initial pool of candidates and considered for open positions. According to letters sent to the Securities and Exchange Commissions, the SEC, that were obtained by Motherboard, Activision has taken steps to exempt itself from AFL's a diversity proposal in the letter dated January 19th. Attorneys requested that SEC exempted the com- or exempt the company from addressing the diversity hiring proposal at its 2021 shareholder meeting on the basis that it did not fall within the guidance for shareholder propo- well SEC's guidance for shareholder proposals, which excludes topics that deal with matters relating to the company's ordinary business operations wow that is a mouthful of a new story a lot of jargon yeah a lot of words um, we got one 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 more yeah, important one, uh yeah quote there with that so to end that according to activision's attorney quote implementing a policy that would extend such an approach to all hiring decisions amounts to an unworkable encroachment on the company's ability to run its business and complete for a talent in a highly competitive fast-moving market end quote 
What a little yeah. horse shit. A lot of stuff happened with now, all of that. I the, the this can be read in two ways. One, it could be that Activision doesn't want to implement any measure as to diversity and all that. The other way you can read it is the what they said to the SEC. SEC is that the SEC cannot make them do something like that. That the SEC is overstepping. Yeah, sure. I, I yeah, I, I I see what you're getting at there. I think if that was well, all right. So yeah, you're right. We we don't know exactly what's going to happen at the end of the day with all yeah. of this stuff. I I think if like it, it, it's a simple solution to be like, hey, yeah, like we want to. Uh, you know, have the diverse hiring practices yep. and stuff like that. In fact, we're go going to be taking these steps to do so. However, we're not going to be implementing the one that the SEC has recommended. Like, I, I think something like that would have been fine. But all right, yeah, cool. You know, yeah. But it, it was right. it, it just seems like bad PR move to to be like it's going to be unworkable. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah the, the PR move, did, did not do them any favors. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the title itself, it, it already paints them as, as bad. Yeah. But I, one thing to look at, one way to look at it is if I say, Kyle, you have a company and I come, come to your company and I say, hey, you have to do these, you have to hire these type of people, these amount of people, yada, yada, yada. And you say no because this is my company. You have nothing to, not a say in what right. I do. It's it, yeah. it, it could it could very well be them not wanting to do diversity hirings. It could be that. I'm not saying it's not, but it it, it can also be the fact that they and as as a company which I get, they do not want an external entity overstepping into their business and telling them how to run their business when they have no authority into doing that yeah again it right. could very well be that they don't want to do a diversity hiring but it could also be the the other part which is it it is that they are um, overstepping apparently so I want to read one more excerpt from the article that I think is also important to keep in mind. Uh, and it says, while such a rule does not dictate who can be hired, it does widen the pool of candidates considered for open job positions and has mm -hmm. uh, been widely adopted by employers, employers in the United States. So... Yeah, uh, again, we don't know what's going to happen at the end of the day yeah. with this, but it's 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 not the SEC being like, hey, you need to meet a quota or you have to hire these people. It's just saying like, hey, you need to at least be interviewing or considering a more diverse group of people. Yeah. So Now, if, say, at the end of the year or... In a year, it comes out that Activision hasn't done any of that. Yeah, then then they they should be getting the people's uh I don't know hate. What's what's a better word than that? But I think that then it it they should get the attention, the bad attention of, of people. 
right? Yeah. But I, again, as a company, I'm talking about how a company would would see this. I think that a a company has to do something like this, where if if it, it is overstepping, they have to come out and say they are they are overstepping. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. From, I, from what I understand of a company, they have to do that. Yeah, I'm only speculating here on my part because I'm not too much of a business person. But like, I know, I know implementing a lot of really big changes and stuff like that in a big company and everything else, all of that takes quite a bit of time and effort. It can't just flip all of a sudden. So I don't, I don't personally believe Activision is just straight up saying, no, we're not going to do this. But I, I agree that like they, they, as a company, you would want somebody else to just walk in. I wouldn't want to go to work and have somebody show up to me and be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you how to do your job. And it's like, okay, but I've already been doing this. Like, I already kind of know. Like, I can take your recommendations and kind of figure out our own policies and how our work environment goes and try to make changes, but that takes time. So I, I'm assuming that's what they're doing. At least that's what I would hope that they're doing. So by the end of the year or even later this year, you'd probably start seeing some changes. I don't think Activision was just like, you know what? We're not doing this and that's final. This is never going to happen. Yeah. So agreed. Again, it could very well be Activision doesn't want to do any of that. It could very yeah, well be that. Yeah, that could still happen. But from a first instance, uh, a first look at it, it could also very well be the fact that they, as a company, feel that the SEC is overstepping. And if they do that, a company has to do something about that. Yeah. Yep. A, stick, a sticky wicket, as they call it. Yeah. Good old we'll see in wicket. a year or. Yeah. We will see in a year if they have done anything or not. And, and I think that's when. Or not necessarily it, a year. And I don't know if. Well, has anything come out from Activision? If, if nothing changes, you'll, you'll hear about yeah. this probably later in the year. This will probably come up yeah. again if nothing ever changes. Wasn't there something recently about Microsoft? That's what I was trying to think. Div- oh. Diversity something something? Uh, not that I know of. I, I don't really. I don't, there was something I don't follow that, Microsoft like, too much, though. Sadly, again, like it was just something that, like they they said something that was like, "Ooh, not a good PR move oh. to say that." Or, so, yeah, I, no. I don't. I don't remember exactly. Wasn't it someone compared something to slavery? Uh, was it Microsoft? Uh, maybe that's not ringing a bell, but it, maybe. Yeah. Oh well. Well, moving on. Yeah. We shall see what comes out of it. Yeah. So, uh, moving on. Ignacio. Yeah, I'll take over this one. Yeah, you do this one. So, yeah, if you've been looking at the news this week, I'm sure you have seen or at least heard about the whole GameStop situation. And the whole GameStop Game stock situation. Stonks. <laughs> and the whole GameStop, that's another thing. That's another part of it. <laughs> Believe it or not. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I think w- what, I, what we'll do here is that I'll try to explain it the best that I can. What the situation is. And so, first of all, you have to understand that we all know the, the old saying about buy low, sell high. That's the whole mantra about stock yep. business and all that. But before There's you continue, a- I do also want to say that none of us are experts on the stock stuff. Yeah, so yeah. we're just tr- tr- trying to help explain, but yeah. are not going to go super in-depth on 
all of this stuff. Yeah, we'll try to stick to the GameStop part of it. Again, we're not experts. I don't feel qualified to make a judgment as to whether certain companies did the right thing or the wrong thing or if it, if it was illegal or not. I'll just try to explain what happened. And so, like I said, the old saying is buy low, sell high. There's a different part of the stock market which goes in reverse. It's sell high, buy low. And so there, there is these people that what they do is that they borrow, they borrow actions from a company and they sell them at, say, $10. But they know that the company will, will, the value of that company will decrease over time. And so say if I buy a stock for GameStop in this instance, I sell it for 10 bucks, and then I wait for it to go down to 7 bucks. I buy the, the stock again for $7. I would have made a $3. Uh, I would have made myself $3 through that whole transaction, and then I, I return the stock that I borrowed. That's the basic com- concept of this thing. And so there were several companies, stock market companies, that were betting against GameStop that were doing this whole thing. A Reddit group took notice of it. And so they decided to, hey, let's all buy GameStop stock to, as a fuck you to these, these companies. Yeah. And so by doing that, instead of GameStop stock, instead of going down, it actually ended up going high. It, it started increasing. Which, again, if... The situation where I, I mentioned, the situation that I mentioned was betting on it doing bad. This is quite the opposite. It's doing great now. And so because of that, a lot of people that were betting against GameStop are losing a lot of money. And so that started, they, this whole Reddit group decided to buy a lot of stock of it. The price of GameStop stock ended up rising. And then it got a lot of attention, which again... That by itself made it go even higher. And by going mm-hmm. higher, it gets more attention and it gets higher and higher. And that's the whole situation that we are in now. GameStop stock is way too high right now. Yeah. It's ballooned and skyrocketed. And yeah, yeah these, these hedge funds, uh, but hedge I don't even know exactly what they are. Yeah, they now have to like buy these like they they now potentially have to buy these stocks back which would bankrupt yeah. them uh because they're much higher than they expected uh and it's kind of wild to see because yeah. uh, like this kind of stuff happens it's usually these hedge funds and these like multi-billion dollar corporations that do things like this uh and it's yeah. never really something that the people have seen but or, yeah. or that, that that like a group of people has done and stuff like that. But it like that's the thing. Like that this ultimately is like it all just has to do with the stock market and Wall Street and all that stuff. It just exploded on GameStop's lap. It ultimately has nothing yeah. to do with them. They are caught. It has in nothing the to do with here. them. There are other companies that are also in the middle of it. AMC, Build a Bear, mm-hmm. all companies God. that. <laughs> It wasn't because it was a good financial decision. It was, like they say, for the lulls. I mean, I, I have yeah. a quote right here from the, from the Reddit group. 
uh, let me see if I can find. Okay, here it says the only that only emboldened traders on WSB, which is the Reddit subgroup. Quote: Can't stop, won't stop, GameStop. A person wrote. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. Man. So it, yeah, this whole thing has it, been it has wild. Exploded. To explode it to a, a degree where, yeah, now lawmakers have to look into it because, to be honest, <laughs> this is all, it all kind of started like a joke and a fuck you to the hedge funds. It could very well produce a, an economic bubble that could burst. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's something it could something have will very happen. bad it consequences. will probably not end up being good for some of these people, these random people that invested or these yeah. hedge fund like something something is going to happen we do we don't know what that will be yet it could be some major change in legislation about how the stock market works we we don't know um but yeah with they essentially found a loophole for a loophole and yep. and have they've they've been exploiting that and being like fuck Basically, you wall street yeah they, hey, they some people are just trying to get rich, man. Some some of us just want yeah, to get rich, I mean, you know. That's the thing. They found a loophole, and then the floodgates opened up. Yeah, and that's the thing. It it, it again. It is like a bubble. It will. If you look at the GameStop stock prices, it has been going up and up and up to a very high degree, a ridiculously high degree, considering it's GameStop. Yeah, it will I probably tell at some point. Yeah, I, I checked it. I checked it really fast. Like the GameStop stock right now, like in the NYSE, is like three hundred twenty-five dollars, and the GameStop Corp in Mexico is like six point six grand. Ooh, goodness <laughs> gracious! Um, yeah. so let's let's focus in a little bit more on GameStop in particular. What does yeah. like? What does this mean for them? Because I like that's one of the things I haven't heard people talking about much or like, hey, I'm employee number 390 something that works at GameStop. Here's how this is affecting me. Like, mm -hmm. so. From what I understand, I think uh, basically GameStop has gotten this big infusion of money. Right. From all these stocks. Uh, that's right. <laughs> I. I'm no expert. I mean, That's why I, I wouldn't say yes or no as to that because if I already bought a stock in GameStop and I fair. sell it yeah. to you, I don't think GameStop gets any of it. So I don't know how many of those are new stocks, how many are are traded stocks. I I couldn't tell you if, if it's fair, good yeah. or not. The thing is that like, I had seen, I read somewhere from different analysts, is that it will even itself out at some point. GameStop will not make this huge comeback. It will yeah, probably I, I at some point, sooner or later, it will go back to where it should be. Because the, the stock value of something is the apparent value of that company or a piece of that company. We all know that GameStop is not worth this much. Yeah. And so at some point, reality will catch up to it and... It yeah. will end up going that back. That makes down. sense, it, it, especially when you think about like like digital game sales are continuing to skyrocket, yeah. especially in the midst of this pandemic. Uh, yeah, like that. That's just that's been the way of things for 
at least the past five years, if not longer, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I, like, I'm, it, I'm, I'm curious what this all means for GameStop yeah. and if, if, if they can do something with this. And again, as, as someone who doesn't fully understand the stock market, I would hope that GameStop is getting some of that money if anything, if they themselves are, are selling some of their stock, that this then gets them a, a huge infusion of money and that they could turn it around somehow, the whole company yeah. situation. Yeah. That would be it's best case scenario though, for them. It's like, I, it's I, I, I feel like I've learned in the past week more about the stock market than I ever have in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. So, man, I, I, I so wish I, I would have bought GameStop stock when it was so low. I, I did consider it at some point. It would, I, I yeah, would be rich. like I, I, I like now I'm 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 interested, but now it's also like 300 something, right? Like what, what yeah. you just said or. Yeah, $325. You know, it, You're like fluctuating uh... wildly. But yeah, because uh, the, the thing is it that this isn't natural. It's like. You have this old PC, which day after day is it's, it getting slower and slower. And yeah. you say, oh, it will die out maybe next week. And then for whatever doesn't. reason, it starts doing great. It's running everything great. It's not yeah. natural. <laughs> Man, Ignacio, you got to give a more realistic example. A piece, an old PC doesn't just suddenly get better. <laughs> well, well a, a company doesn't start doing great out of nowhere either hey if a bunch of people throw money at it to invest in it and do stocks the more you yeah. invest in it the more capital the company gains which then affords them more money to to you know invest into the company to See, do better stuff that's what i'm wondering about that's there. like, like I, I, I i don't, don't know i'm exactly not like a big that... stock i'm not i don't follow the stock market but like i understand what i would consider like a very base level of stock and capital but not like mm -hmm. enough to yeah. make a call on anything I, I just I want to know what GameStop is going to do with this. Like, are, can they spin this somehow? Reggie, you're on the board of directors, right? Yeah. Like, do what? What? How? How? How can you make this happen? So uh, here, make make this in, into a good thing. Here's a specific thing um, about stocks that, like, I'm kind of curious about with GameStop. So, like, if a bunch of people bought into all the GameStop stock. That obviously mm -hmm. the more stocks that are in, that are bought and purchased and invested into the company, that's what also rises makes stock prices rise up, right? So the thing yeah. is, if a bunch of regular people, not like corporations, however, like mm -hmm. rich people, invest into GameStop, and everybody does that, and they coordinate it with the Reddit or anything else, and the stock price obviously shot that's way up. But when the, the stock thing. price when the stock price shoots way up, GameStop does have all this extra money to invest into the company, but then if everyone coordinates it and just sells all those stocks, that money GameStop would have from being invested into, they now have to then pay Rise back up, out to the yeah. people that yeah. invested into well, it, which then would cause GameStop to have more problems than be worse off than where they were. Well, two, two points as to that. One, again, the thing that I said before, I don't know yeah. how much of the money GameStop is getting because, yeah. again, if I have a stock in GameStop and I sell it to Kyle, I don't know, I don't think GameStop gets any of it. It's just GameStop is getting many owners right now or owners are 
changing hands. Ownership is is changing hands. And then well, to, even the, if... to, to the other part of it is that you said if they coordinate, that's yeah. where it gets a little bit iffy and yeah. illegal. Yeah. Well, no, there's nothing illegal about buying stocks and then yeah. selling your stocks back. That's technically that, that's not, not illegal. Really, that's not the coordinating Ill- part. That's illegal. The, well, yeah, yeah, but like, that's when it's tough to figure out coordinating. Like, if no one really makes proof, like proof, uh, provable contact of coordination, and everyone just like, there's there's nothing super suspicious of people buying a bunch of stock and then being like, oh man, it's worth a bunch of money. I'm gonna sell it. Everybody would do that. That doesn't mean everyone coordinated. It just means everyone was like, oh, I'm I'm gonna make a lot of money. I'll sell my stock. So it's really hard to prove if it was specifically, quote, coordinated or if everyone just wanted the, to just make money. Well, the stuff I've been kind hearing, of. and we'll, we'll wrap this up in yeah. a sec here. Yeah. Um, but yeah. The, yeah, the thing that I've been hearing is, yeah, it's in this kind of legal gray area, I think. But it's it's not it's not that the the like banding to get together and being like, hey, let's all go buy GameStop stock like that part isn't necessarily illegal what could have been illegal is if this was all like private stuff but the yeah. fact that it's on reddit like a public forum yeah it, it's just like hey like this is open for anyone like you know there, there's no collusion uh right you know the, the, uh... like I don't know if well, even, like, even like buying, buying stocks isn't like buying a bunch of stocks like that's not like you can you can do that like like all of us could just go out and buy a crap ton of GameStop stock and their stocks would go up a little bit yeah. in price if we bought a bunch but there's nothing it, wrong with us doing that and then being like oh it went up let's sell it and make money the way that I understand it is that if the illegal part here would is the illegal term the general legal term is that if people coordinate in a way to increase the prices of something or to dictate a certain price of something, like like in the case of collusion, if two companies decide, hey, we'll both set our prices really high, that's illegal. But if two companies decide to get right. that there on their own, that's not illegal. And so the thing here would be if someone came to Reddit and said, hey, everyone, let's all buy a bunch of GameStop stock and that will in order to make it rise in prices that will be now illegal. are 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 you, are you saying they came to Reddit, the company and that Reddit no, is no 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 that or like on the public forum because I I think that's the distinction that I'm hearing about yeah, on like yeah. the fact that it was public no because it, I I could very easily say in a public forum hey anyone who owns a store let's all set our prices super high sure the illegal thing isn't that it is public or private it is that we all agree is the agreement to affect the the natural flow of the the economy to put it in a certain way gotcha well so if, if 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 everyone did it out of their if everyone there saw the stock market and, and thought of, hey, maybe now is the best time to to mm. invest on GameStop and that would then rise the prices, that would be one thing. But if I go to a subreddit and we all agree to buy GameStop stock in order to rise the prices, that will be illegal. But is that really any different from like gas companies or stores or places setting their prices, quote, competitively similar? We're like, 
if places could just not coordinate, why do places coordinate to set their prices almost the same to try to have like a cent edge? Like if you weren't trying to coordinate to just have that slight difference in price to have a competitive consumer advantage, then if there is a coordination to set prices, that's collusion. That's illegal. I mean, it's it's the well, economy. At the isn't end the, of the isn't day, the economy already kind of illegal and fucked up, anyways. At the end of the day, we're not experts on this stuff. Yeah, so <laughs> let's we're, 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 all, we're just speculating now, so we should probably yeah. move yeah. on. Well, stuff besides like that, the but... stock market being a shady AF, the Dice Awards had their nominees recently. This is uh, by Stephanie Nunnally from VG247. This It's kind of like more nominees and stuff. Like A lot yeah. of these are pretty similar. I don't want to go over all of these. You've got your classics, like Game of the Year, obviously has Last of Us Part Two, the Hades. The standard games that you know were big hits of this year. The one looking through it that I thought was interesting that we have here in our notes is the Outstanding Achievement for Independent Game, which is Coffee Talk, Hades, If Found, Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition, and uh, Noita? Noita? Sure. I have not heard of any of those except for Hades, so I thought that was kind of cool that those were games I had not really ever heard of before. Other than that, it's yeah. your classics: Last Last of Us, Half Life, Half Life, Alex, Ghost of Tsushima, My Marvel Spider Man, Miles Morales, game games that you are big from last year that you have probably already yeah. heard a thousand times everywhere. Yeah, yeah. what's I, neat about I, the Dice Awards is that these are all voted on by developers. So like. Games industry j- j- journalists and stuff like that, or uh, 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 us, you know, just podcasting yeah. about that. We don't have a say in this stuff, so it's it's yeah. the people who actually work on these g- 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 games being like, "Holy yeah. shit, man! Ghost of Tsushima, that was badass." You just vote you know? for yourself no. as a developer. Well, I think no. my game was pretty outstanding. <laughs> no, I, I don't think you can do that. No, I, I don't I know. Bit, yeah, I, was, that was a joke. But I, yeah, yeah. I I only picked out five categories to put in the doc. There are many more, of course. If you go to the article, you can see them. I The only one thing that I want to bring up is that the Game of the Year selection seems to be more in line to other Game of the Year nominees compared to last year where you, where you of course, got the infamous uh, win of Untitled Ghost Game. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that was in there. It won last year. That's right. And so I, I'm a bit surprised, or maybe that's how the year went, that the game of the year selection for this one seems to be either more safe or more in line to what we got elsewhere. I think By it's the, way, the same list as the, the Game Awards. Ignacio. Yeah. And yep. Hitman. I, I think there's an untitled Goose Game Easter egg mm-hmm. in there in the third mission, the club. Uh, when you're outside, uh, there's these like concrete barriers and on the barrier is this like no goose sign. Did, <laughs> did, did you happen to say hey, hey, that? I haven't gotten into there. I only beat oh, the first man. two. So, yeah, I'll, it's, I'll keep it, an eye on, on it. It's 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 in there, and that was the thing. Like a lot of people were saying that Untitled Goose Game is it's basically Hitman, but you're a goose. <laughs> sure, so. you know, and, it, and it's more PG, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> you don't kill people in. Yeah, Untitled I don't. Goose I don't remember game. there being blood in Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, 
some some psychological damage, but a lot of psychological, a lot of psychological damage. Did that one poor boy that you trapped in the phone booth? Oh, yeah, that's years of trauma now, right there. Are they are they doing any kind of like show for the Dice Awards? Because I don't know. I've not heard Greg host that last year. Yeah, Greg, Greg Miller, Greg and Greg Miller and Jessica Chopot have right. hosted it for the last couple of years. Greg said that he hasn't been approached. Okay, interesting. And so they, they might not be TBD. doing stuff. Or yeah. maybe they will, but I, yeah, who knows? Yep. Interesting. Okay. All right. But that was go. that was I really guess... it for our big news stories. Stocks, Activision supposedly resisting change, and the Dice Game Awards was our news go. for the week. Let's get on to our new and notable section. I don't know why that just cut out. Yeah, that, but it did. That ended yeah. abruptly. <laughs> yeah. Let's 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 see if we can get that one more time. There, there we go. go. That one worked. <laughs> and the audience will have no idea the first one didn't because we'll cut that out. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll see. Maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> Um, new, and okay. new and notable. New and notable. Yeah. So, first thing in new and notable, Returnal uh, has been delayed by about a month to April 30th. Uh, this was supposed to be out March 19th, I believe. This is the new PS5 exclusive uh, from Housemark Games. Uh, mm -hmm. It's the it's the one where it's like that weird like time loop thing. It looks like. I don't know. Yeah. You yeah. die prison shooter like kind of roguelike time yeah. loop. Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting. Looking it looks one. great. That's been delayed by about a month. So April thirtieth, be on the lookout for Returnal. Next up, uh, Balan Wonder World now has a demo available on PlayStation Four and Five, as well as Xbox One, Xbox One X. Uh, and or uh, the Xbox Series X uh, and Xbox Series S, as well as Switch and Steam. Uh, so if you guys are interested in that game, you guys can go play the demo right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will have to say, word on the street is the demo wasn't too hot. Really, Ooh, I, I haven't know. played it yet. So, I don't know. That that's just the like whispering that I've heard. You know, uh, the, like, I'll have to try it this weekend. Could be good. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, beyond that, Control, the complete edition, is out for PlayStation 5 as well as Xbox Series S and X on February 2nd. Uh, and be I believe, and it, really quick, I believe. In just a sec. Um, what, what was that? I was going to say, I believe Control Ultimate Edition is also going to be a PlayStation Plus free game for February yes. as well. Yes, um, we'll, get, we'll get around Ultimate edition, to yeah. that in a sec here. Okay. Um, so after that, the Neo collection, as well as Neo and Neo 2 Remastered, the complete editions are coming out February 5th for PlayStation 5. Uh, so if you guys want some more Souls-like games, you guys can go check those out on your PlayStation 5 now. The next Avengers War Table is happening February 16th. I believe they are also releasing Hawkeye on this date. Is that no correct? No, no, no. Are they, I don't, I don't it, think that they are releasing information it. about what Hawkeye. We, 
they they gave two pieces of information. One was that they were talking, going to talk about the Hawkeye expansion. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the second piece was that they are going to talk about the PS5 and series versions. Gotcha. That makes sense. I, I was like, I knew it had something to do with Hawkeye. I don't remember if it was like he's c- 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 coming out then or if they're just talking about him then um, yeah. and what his gameplay will be like. Uh, but there you go. That's uh, the next news for Marvel's Avengers uh, game, which I still think is dead in the water. But that's just me. <laughs> yeah. uh, PlayStation Plus for February. Uh, Destruction All-Stars is c- coming out, as well as Control Ultimate Edition and Concrete Genie. That's a great lineup. Yeah. Now I believe Destruction All Stars is the PlayStation Five, ex- yes. like plus one, Exclusive. I believe. Yeah. And, and Control Ultimate Edition comes with the PS Five version of Control. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, because it's the Ultimate Edition. So yeah, the, yeah, I I'm excited. Concrete Genie, I hear, is an easy platinum. So picking that one up. <laughs> That's where you're getting out of Concrete Genie. Not that a lot of people liked it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was that was a PlayStation 4 exclusive, but it, it was yes. one that just yeah. like didn't really get on a lot of people's radar. Yeah, um, and I already so, have yeah, the plan for I'm Control, so I can't I can't pick that one up for that. So I also have the plan for No Way I Don't Have It. Ah. <laughs> See, I'm I, not I that interested on Control, control but would oh. would this give you the platinum on PS5? Mm, that's a that's good question. A good question. You know what? I, I might pick it up and find out because I have my save file complete on yeah. the PS4. Yeah. We'll see. Also, we'll see. Destruction All Stars, that's one that we knew from since November. And yes. So, I'm, yeah. I'm just glad that they are keeping up with the full weird. price game. Oh, yes. 20 bucks. Sure. And then uh, but like, I'm glad no. that they Sony seems to be sticking with one PS5 game a month. That's something I wasn't expecting. Or like every two months, right? Because they did no every month. Last month every was month. yeah well, was, was Man Eater for PS Five, I think. December I don't remember, and then November was December. Uh, December was bug was bug snacks. Bug snacks. That was November. Was it? De- but yeah, no, but, December, it, but it bled. It bled into December because bug snacks was I'm from the middle of November was one to the middle of December. I'm fairly positive that there has been one every month. And wow. it is man is man eater is that the PlayStation 5 version yeah. of that game or yes. is it just uh... Oh. Yeah, here it is. So November was again back to next December was Worms Rumble. Oh. Worms Rumble. Oh, okay. There where you got the PS5 version with it. Kinda, and then November, yeah, January was Maneater with its PS, its PS5 version. I don't know if it, it was also the PS4 version, but for sure at least the PS5 version. And then Destruction All Stars. There you go, man. So no wonder December, no, no wonder December seemed forgettable. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Yeah, well, December to forget, right? Like you hear those car, c- c- yeah, commercials <laughs> of December to remember. <laughs> Yeah. No, this but is again, the December. I'm glad that they're sticking with one PS5 game on, a month yeah. at least, because I'm again, excited. this month we're getting two. Technically, I'm excited for Destruction All Stars because that one I, I feel like is a bit of an unknown quantity, 
but it looks yeah. interesting. Like it, it looks yeah. like a twisted metal battle royale kind of thing. There's cars, but there's also people running around outside of cars, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It it just it looks interesting. So we'll yeah. have to see what that one's all about. Next up on our new and notable, we have the games with gold lineup for February. Uh, this include includes. Gears 5, which will be available the entire month from the 1st to the 28th, as well as Resident Evil, uh, which is also available all month. We have Dandara Trials for Fear Edition, uh, available from the 16th into March through the 15th. Uh, And then we have Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb, available from February 1st to the 15th as well as Lost Planet 2, available from February 16th to the 28th. Interesting that we're getting Indiana Jones. Yeah, I, I, I thought this the same thing. Like, huh, they huh. just announced a new Indiana Jones game, and we're now getting Indiana Jones on Games with Gold. Huh, okay. Yeah. Huh. I'm not saying it, it is indicative of anything, but still worth it. Huh. Yeah, worth the like thumb and pointer finger scratching your chin like, hmm, interesting. Hmm. I see. I see. Uh, and then I, I heard an interesting thing about this game, Dan Dara. Um, I was listening to Spawn on Me this past week. They were t- talking with, uh, I believe it was Latinos in gaming. Um, and they said this game is all about Capoeira. And it's capoeira. like a, a capoeira, yeah, capoeira, capoeira, capoeira. There you go. <laughs> I sh- I I should know how to pronounce it by now because I took a class in college on, on, on it. Uh, so that was a lot lot, lot of fun. But yeah, um, check that one out too. So there you go. That's it for new and notable though. Let's get on to what used to be our upper runners and what we are now calling our lightning round. Uh, I was expecting a lightning thing. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if it's lightning round, you got to make like a faster jingle sound. Like a, like a, yeah, like a thunder roar. (laughs) Uh, sure, I'll take this one. All right, lightning round. Me or you, Ignacio? Me, you, Ignacio can take the the, yeah. We we agreed that I was gonna do it. That's right. (laughs) It's been a long day. Okay, I've been up since like five in the morning. Or yeah, in in the morning, I've been up for thirteen hours at this point. Damn, I know. Well, okay. First up, IO Interactive's James Bond won't be based on an actor. I think that's good. I personally like uh, this last actor whose name I'm blinking up. But Daniel Craig. Cool. Yeah, Daniel Craig. Yeah, I mm-hmm. personally love Daniel Craig as James Bond, but uh, I think it, it was to be expected. Lightning round. Speaking of of which, uh, Melissa and I, I, I just covered the Daniel Craig James Bond movies on the review show in preparation for No Time to Die, which. Maybe we'll be out sometime this year. I think it got delayed to October, Maybe. so we'll see. Next up, Game Pass hits one 
No, 18 million subscribers. Yeah. Jeez. That's a lot. <laughs> it's one, one, eight million. Yeah. I, I, I would expect more, to be honest, because of the, how good of a deal is, but sure. Roger Craig Smith is done being Sonic the Hedgehog in what appears to be not a good breakup. Damn. Interesting. I still, I still prefer Jason Griffith, but they're both great actors. I like Roger Craig Smith, although I, I don't think I have played or listened to his Sonic much. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm still more of a Jason Griffith kind of guy, but they're both good. I don't know who that is. It's the, Halo the e- actor before Roger Craig Smith. Oh. From like the Adventure Halo Days Infinite and team. Halo Infinite's team to provide monthly updates on development. Their first one focused on the weapons, vehicles, and more that you can interact with the game. Cool. Cyberpunk's first major patch introduced a game-breaking bug, but thankfully, CDPR has already provided a workaround. Jesus Christ, what's up with Cyberpunk? No break, know, right? no rest for the weary. Yeah. If it ain't Scavenger broke, Studios. don't fix it. If, if it ain't fixed, then fix it. Cavender Studios CEO has stepped down as creative director. Get what? Cavender Studio has stepped down as creative directors. Get suspended for a culture of toxic toxic abuse at this studio. Yeah, they so have the... hired an. Ex... Sorry, yeah. go ahead. They have hired an external audit firm to conduct an independent workplace assessment of their company's culture and practices. Yeah, so the CEO has stepped down as their creative director was accused of stuff. Um, They are working on the game Season, uh, which was announced at the Game Awards in 2020, uh, and it looked amazing. It looked great. Um, and that the art style was wonderful. It's, it, it, yeah, I, like, it, we all came away be, be, be being like, that game looks wonderful, and now we get this news, which is kind of de- depressing, so. Mm. And finally, Ninja Theory announced that they will not be adding any more content to Bleeding Edge. As they focus on other projects. Anyone remember Bleeding Edge? I've never even heard of this. Uh, you've you've seen it. They announced it uh, at E3 like two years ago. And then it came out and it was just yeah. c- kind of like eh for a lot of people. Um, it, it was it was a we, weird one for Ninja Theory because they had been working on this in like 2014. And then they pivoted to Hellblade, and it was Sacrifice. Yeah. And then they got bought up by Microsoft, and Microsoft was like, well, what else do you have? And they were like, uh, this thing. And they, they were like, let's make it. And so they did. And uh, not that, like, it, so, some people liked it fine, but just, you know, in a space where you need to compete with things like Apex and Warzone, it, it just, you know, it didn't hit. So that's a little bit unfortunate. Yeah, a little bit yeah. unfortunate for them, but they are also working on a few other things. Uh, 
Hellblade 2, which I forget the naming convention with that. Exactly. Yeah, it's a, but, it's a sequel to it. I know they're working on. Yeah. And something else, some VR thing, I, th- I think, or not. Uh, maybe it wasn't VR, but something else that they, they had be like, we're also working on this thing, um, which is super vague. Mm-hmm. But, oh, well. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Story. Yep. That's it, indeed. So, what are you guys excited for this week? What's uh, what's on your radar? What are you hoping to play or do next? Or are you uh, hoping to hop back into Yakuza? What even out? comes out this yeah. week? Well, uh, yeah, my uh, my plan maybe is if to you play had more... paid att- att- attention to our new and notable se- section, <laughs> you might know a, f- yeah, but a none, few of the things none, that are none, none, coming none, out none this of, week. None of those really got me excited, though. Oh, you you can platinum concrete genie. Yeah, but I'm like, that's like so far down the list of stuff I want to play. Like that's like concrete genie is just like a, like I'm gonna play you to platinum you. I have no real interest in you in general. I mean, my goal for this week is probably to play that Blam Wonderland demo. I believe actually Yes Nine comes out February second. So Yes Nine I believe comes out this week that I'm gonna pick up and maybe play. If not, I'm going to be definitely, without a doubt, playing Yakuza 0. Because, damn, I need mm-hmm. to know what happens next. Nice. Good stuff. Ignacio, what are you excited for this week? Nothing. Nothing? Ah, you guys are terrible. I'm being hey, like, what I, are you excited about? Let's hey, end on I a pulled, happy note. And you guys are like, I, pulled, I don't even know I, what games hey, came out hey, this year. I'm not I excited about I pulled positive anything. stuff to be excited about. Ignacio's pulling the negative one. Oh, I don't know if I'll play Country Genie. <laughs> Come on, guys. Get excited about something. What are you excited to do the, the next weekend? I'm excited to, to play Yes game. 9. Yes 9. Yes, you already mentioned that. Are you that. sure it's pronounced like that? Uh, you know, I don't know how it's pronounced, actually. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes. I like yes. I don't know. I don't know. Ah, what are you excited yeah, about? Yeah, mm-hmm. you bring the positivity. Yeah. Man, I so I just started uh, season three of The Sopranos, so I'm excited to continue with that. That's been wonderful mm-hmm. so far. Um, I I beat Hitman. I'm excited excited to go back into that. I'm excited to keep playing through Halo Three. I believe was the one I was on. Yeah, Halo Three. I almost uh, hopefully, I can now? beat that. Yeah, I, we we got through like three or four missions when we streamed it. So I, I, I think I'm like you were to being done. I'm a little over halfway. Way. Um, the, there's that stuff, and I still am interested in trying out the medium. Yeah. So mm. there you go. That's what well, I'm excited. Kyle, Kyle's for this actually week. excited about more than we are, Ignacio. Maybe, maybe we're the yeah. we're the we're the bland potatoes. Nah, it's what I'm saying. Excited for both of us. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's see. Ignacio, where can they find you on the internet where you will not be excited about things this week? <laughs> well, they can find me on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-A-S-B. And Alan. You can find me over at Twitter as well because I already mentioned the Twitch page earlier in the episode, but at Twitter I'm at Alan Busby, A L A N. Don't get confused with L L E N. And follow me on Twitter because sometimes I retweet other people's thirsty art for some reason. Why would you do that? 
I don't know sometimes the they look really they look that. sometimes they look really good and it's like 6 a.m. and I'm not quite fully functioning mentally yet. So you retweet it. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. If hey. you want uh, thirsty art, go follow Alan. Sometimes it's go. a good pick me up, my friends. You don't know what you're missing. There you go. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with me, I'm at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with our shows, you guys can follow us on Twitter at The Whatnots. Uh, go like, share, subscribe. You guys know the deal with that stuff. If you like what we do here, uh, please go leave us a kind review if you have some nice words to say. That's what we're going to be pushing this year because uh, it helps us spread the word, especially since we're small-time creators. Uh, so please go rate and review on whatever podcast app you use. That would be super helpful. That being said, uh, one more plug for our Twitch ch channel. We just reached affiliates, so you guys can subscribe to us on Twitch now, which would help us out a lot. Uh, you guys can get like a little badge right next to your name uh, that, you know, that has our rocket ship on that. That's pr 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 pretty neat. You guys can get the like first badge if you're one of the first 10 people to subscribe uh, so that should be good and fun as well. The, but that's the it. Oding, the Oding Dang emote. Yeah, the Oding Dang emote, uh, which is a joke from Melissa. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, that being said, we have some exciting stuff happening next weekend. I'm not going to say exactly what it is yet, uh, just in case the things go horribly wrong, which hopefully they they won't. But we do have some exciting stuff coming next weekend. Uh, so be on the lookout for that as well. But that's it. That wraps us up. We will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Later.